and welcome to The Cut of Steel, Episode 2, the Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition uh, episode. My name is Kamran Shishtar, I'm your host, and with me is James Selig. Hello. And Danny Benson. Hey guys. Brandon Blockstorf. Hello. And Brandon Moncada. Hello. And uh, we may at certain points say, I guess, El Paso or Texas Brandon, and then uh, San Francisco or California Brandon. That sometimes make things a little bit easier. But uh, I, I feel like at this point they can kind of tell the difference from how we sound. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, more so like when we say your names, it's like it's just easier that way too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like you, if you're a good fan of the Beatles, you can actually tell who's singing. We actually won't even say Brandon anymore. We're going to do it Zombieland style where we just say the city you're from and then that's going to be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that how works. we should be doing it, honestly. You guys will get yeah. paid in snowballs. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, this is the kind of steel. This is the DC Extended Universe uh, film podcast where each episode we're going to go in on a specific film and talk about what we thought that film did well, what we thought the film failed in or didn't do so well, and what we would change it given the chance and for episode two, uh, preparing for the arrival of the Justice League Snyder Cut on March 18th, we are doing Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition. And of course, this is quite a long movie, and we're not really going to go over the theatrical version just because that one's very messy, or more so than this one, and it's just not really worth it. So we'll just do only the Ultimate Edition, and I would always advise just to watch that anyway. Uh, but with that said, uh, do we have any volunteers of who would like to go first, I guess, in what potentially you didn't like? Not necessarily a specific scene or anything, but something overall that the film did that you thought was a bad direction for them to go in. You know what? Wait, real fast. Can yes. you even find the theatrical version anywhere? Cause that, that, yeah, you can. You uh, can. Yeah, so it's really funny. Before we were recording our commentary, I had like one of those digital codes that comes with the Blu-rays. Uh, and uh, when I redeemed it, it gave me the ultimate and the theatrical cut. So I got yeah, like huh. two versions of the movie. So you can still get like, oh, a I guess theatrical you have to version. buy it. Yeah, I guess streaming wise, it's just the ultimate edition we could see, right? Which is probably the majority of really? viewers. Huh. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I think check so. Right now, um, if you were to buy the movie, you could technically on like a uh, Prime or whatever or YouTube rent the standard version. Oh, that's the name. They should just and then, like, cut that. Just, yeah, get rid of it. Just like when Snyder Cut comes out, get rid of the Whedon Cut. Just like erase it off the face of the earth. You know what? And, and then, then we'll start with that then. The fact that there's two cuts of this movie and it's extremely different because there's key scenes within the ultimate cut that it just blows the theatrical away. Like, the I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a studio that cut it or whatever. But the fact that you really need, like you have to see the ultimate cut for stuff to make sense, that's a huge issue right there. Like, yeah. you should have a director's cut and a, you know, an original cut where there's like added scenes, maybe a little change of direction. Um, look at the Spawn director's cut to the regular one. There's like no difference. But this one sounds like more like the Daredevil one, which we're yet to see that we'll do a commentary on Apollo City Comics. Um, but, <laughs> but it sounds like it's so, it's so radically different that it transforms a movie. It makes a movie from like bad and confusing to okay it's not bad it kind of has some points you know yeah uh i don't know if i agree with that but <laughs> well, what's up james your hand raised? yeah so this movie the extended edition is like three hours long 
And there's yeah. definitely <laughs> scenes that they could have cut out for time if they if they were really concerned about time. But the the movie even cut down. I think it was like two and a half hours, and they decided to cut scenes that make the movie make more sense. It's really mm-hmm. weird to me. Like uh, one of the scenes that I that's definitely made better in the extended edition was the capital bombing scene, because yeah. in the extended edition he actually sticks around to help out for a bit. In, but in the theatrical version, I only remember him just like looking all sad and depressed that like, oh, he no, flies away. More, more <laughs> no, people dead. I think that I'm he out. W- I think he did stick around to help in the uh, theatrical cut because I remember that scene before um, I, I saw the ultimate edition because I only see this is only the second time I saw this movie. And the first time I saw it was a theatrical cut. Huh. OK, then. Yeah, but definitely yeah. the scene that I know they extended is the one where they try to frame superman yeah in the beginning yeah and that's and the, something uh, that made no sense in the theatrical version especially mm-hmm. too with the witness uh that gets uh, assassinated but yeah yeah all that is very very confusing when you're in the theater i remember watching it with one of my buddies we finished the movie and we we're both fans of we were big fans of man of steel and we kind of looked at each other and we're like Are, do we like this i don't i don't <laughs> think we do and it's just like we were so confused because we were like, there were parts, I remember there were parts we were like shouting at the screen like, let's go, it's crazy. And then like the rest of it though, like we, we got out of it and we we're just like, I don't know about this. And I watched the ultimate and I'm like, this makes so much more sense now. I, I can appreciate this so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, like definitely not something that I'd call like amazing, nothing even close by <laughs> far. It's still, I would consider somewhat of a mess, but it. But it's it helps. A vast improvement. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. does improve. It, it. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. I will say this. It made me appreciate Man of Steel a <laughs> lot more. Because that made me realize I was like, Man of Steel is not a good movie, but it is not complete garbage like BBS. Because I think yeah. even the Ultimate Edition was. I'm going to take that as a win. The Ultimate Edition was worse. <laughs> Because it was longer to have to sit through. Yeah. How often are they in costume in that movie? Like three times in a superhero movie. I don't care if you're going for a more serious movie. Even the Dark Knight had Batman in costume more than this movie had uh, them in costume. And it was more interesting when you just saw Bruce Wayne. Because the characters were actually well written. Unlike this just... <sighs> he's already defeated i, I will say at least in a positive me. i understand so in, in a positive though we did have at least great casting for the trinity uh, at least we could say yeah. that at the very yeah. least yeah, that's that's a trail yeah i mean no one, i don't think anyone's ever disagreed with that i mean every person that's been casted except for barry allen that's the only one i'm still like not sold on we will yeah. find out lex soon. luther <laughs> and like yeah i i agree with danny on the lex luther but I think every single person that's been casted has been like great for their roles. I mean, you know, like they embody those characters in my eyes. Again, except for Barry Allen. Yeah, James, what were you gonna say? Uh, so I think the reason why Man of Steel might be a little bit more enjoyable than this movie, or at least hold up better, is Man of Steel at least only tried to tell or tell like one story essentially. It's like you know Superman learning to be a hero for the first time, sort of. Uh, but Man of St- or Batman v Superman, man, they try to smash together at least two of the most popular DC stories of like all oh, time. 
like the Dark Knight Returns and the death of Superman, which I can't believe they even chose to do the death of Superman on like the second movie. Those but, two books is they don't go together on any really shape or don't. form. No, they don't at all. No. <laughs> and let's not forget that movie is also like trying to take little themes and like snippets from you know other major storylines. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like. They, I think they, we noted that there's some Kingdom Come stuff in there. Yeah. There's um, Red Sun uh, stuff in there. Red Sun Jimmy stuff. Olsen. And then there's also like straight up Trinity storyline stuff going on. And it's just like, you know, you're taking all these little bits and snippets of things. And then you're still trying to tell like a cohesive story of like the death of Superman and Dark Knight Returns. And then it becomes that situation where you're trying to, you know, encapsulate the stories from the books and make them your own, but also kind of do like this wink and nod to the fans that like have read the books. And then you kind of just get this jumbled mess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I will say there's two things too, that same thing with the first film or with man of steel that, uh, this continues with, which was of course the color grading again. Uh, I will say, I will say they did good for half of it. I would say, keep it the same, for all of the Batman stuff, having actual uh, contrasting tones of like make all the Batman stuff dark, but then all the scenes with Superman much more colorful would definitely uh, make things just more literally do night and day. That, yeah, it's yes, literally night and day. Be. That's fan- that would be. be fantastic. That would have helped a lot because there is literally no difference between these two characters in the whole movie. No, none and at all. They feel like the that's same. That's not character. Batman versus Superman. Like yeah. that's not Batman and Superman. You know, and Dan, we mentioned this on the. Uh, on the commentary but like the animated version is like the ideal way to do it because you saw that distinct contrast and you know we honestly we should have gotten bruce wayne trying to steal lois or something because that's what Give it's a bruce wayne something. thing oh that would have like, been interesting Dude, that be I, cool? I still yeah. i still love that animated series crossover where like they first meet and batman just throws him over his shoulder because yeah. he touches him and then superman <laughs> yes, shoulder yeah. checks him and just be like i just want to let you know i could you know rip your head off and everything yeah and then that was it. It was, oh, that movie, an animated movie with like one tenth the budget. And that's it wasn't even a movie. Well, it, it was, was a movie. three part. It was three it was, episodes, though. Yeah, also. it was re released yeah. as a movie, though. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so episodes, good. Like, uh, well, like 110. Can we, go, just, can we go back to the cast yeah. real quick with like, Lex yes, yes, Luthor? yes. I just came up with a list of four people who would have made a way better Lex Luthor Zach than Brown. Jesse Eisenberg. Uh,. <laughs> Zach Braff. <laughs> the first one, Keegan Michael Key. The second one, Corey Stoll. The third one, Bradley Cooper. And the fourth one, Brian Cranston. Who's Brian who Cranston was the second great. one? Uh, Corey Stoll. He played he Yellow Jacket in uh, Ant Man. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that yeah. would have been amazing. Because, oh, again, or the guy that plays John Locke in Lost. Yeah, him too. Yeah. You needed somebody who could play a goofy at like. Here's the thing that I love about Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor. He is funny from what an asshole he is. He just enjoys being an asshole so much that it's almost funny. Well, I love his plan in that first movie is like, I'm going to sink like the Western seaboard to make new beachfront property and I'll be a millionaire. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) And, uh, you You put it that way. (laughs) If you wanted to be, if you wanted somebody to be a funny asshole who could also come off as very, very, you know, 
as, as like a genius that can manipulate everything. I think, you know, Keegan-Michael Key, all these choices could have done a really good job. Bradley Cooper, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston especially. I, you know what's funny? Before they had all the casting for this, there were so many fan trailers people made. Oh, and they all put in Brian Cranston. Like they were like Brian Cranston, let's do him. That would be you know, perfect. I, I disagree with that completely because you know what? If all these guys would have gotten Lex Luthor in this film, it would have been a waste. And yeah, like it would it still would have been the same script. Okay, that's true. That is true. In a good movie, it would have been though. a complete Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get to the actual like film itself of what we do in a second. I just, yeah, like, yeah. just want to say there is that trailer that somebody made with Brian Cranston as Lex Luthor, and they play the scene of him shaving in the mirror from Breaking Bad with the line that says, Maybe he flew too close to the sun with the the General Zod theme from Man of Steel playing yes. in the background. Oh. And it was so it was perfect. It made so much sense, yeah. (sighs) But it's funny, too, because when... I I, I won't lie, I had pure enjoyment for the Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. for the same reason of, like, oh, this really fits with the film and everything else. (laughs) It was more... Every time I I couldn't... It was like I was smiling because I'm like, oh, my God, this is so ridiculous. It's, like, hilarious. I'm, like, laughing. And the theme, his theme, like, I... So good. They did an amazing job in making him the absolute perfection of the mustache twirling tie the damsel on the train track villain i've ever seen in a movie this is is, but it's like it's not it doesn't have that tone it doesn't match with anything else at all so i'm just like this is it's like it's it's hilarious but it's not supposed to be here where bruce and clark first get together and they're like you know having a like a subtle argument or whatever about like oh who's right the batman or the superman yeah. And then Jesse Eisenberg comes out of nowhere and he's like, whoa, I love this. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, it's like, uh, or sorry, yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you guys get whatever thoughts you want out because this actually leads me to my biggest problem with the entire movie that I think nobody really talks about at all. Okay. I'm just uh, on the Lex Luthor point too. Uh, in terms of the dinner scene, if he ever did interrupt them or he was interacting with Bruce and whatnot, like having a more suave, professional Lex Luthor like the way to the two CEOs meet and stuff like that like that would have made so much more sense where he comes mm-hmm. over and he's like ah Mr. Clark Mr. Wayne I didn't know you two have met yet and it's just like that Lex where it's like he's always it always feels like he's a step ahead or he's really thinking there whereas this one is in a way but you don't feel that when he does because it's also hidden behind like just the sheer social awkward social media dude that he it's it, it definitely feels like a weird like uh social network sequel <laughs> yeah <laughs> that I we didn't that. expect because he's kind of like evolved from that from you know carrying off of that movie and you're right like in a certain direction i could see his character taking off into just lex luther it's not like he was playing anything different he's kind of playing the evolution of what he played you know it's actually ironic him in social network feels more like Lex Luthor than he does in BVS. Yeah. I'm right? not even I like, actually that. he's uh, more serious and like thought out with it. I disagree you know, I, with techie <clears throat> Lex Luthor. I would never, I know. Yeah. In general. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I would not have gone in that direction personally, especially just because I also, I don't like the really big age dynamics where it's like, Oh, this is a world where there's a really young Lex Luthor, uh, an older Superman and then an old Batman. And I'm just like, it's just see, that, weird. The first that's time just we so see bad. him, is he, he's playing basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad because it's like, okay, Lex Luthor has been established and he's super young. And then Batman is super established and he's really old. 
and then Superman is old and he's not established yet. Like nothing adds up. Yeah. Nothing like makes sense. And then you know, co- going back real fast to the Trinity thing, it's so wasted as well because we got seven minutes of screen time with Wonder Woman in a three-hour or two and a half-hour film, whatever cut it comes from. But seven minutes out of either one of those two time slots that's a waste like yeah it's an introduction but uh i don't know it, it's just why why cram it and you're right too many storylines all at once and look what you get nothing adds up to each other even the villains don't make sense to what's going on danny what were you gonna jump into now okay you guys i'm about to okay Oh, I've been waiting to say this. Okay, so this is my biggest problem with the whole movie. And like I said, not nobody ever addresses this. Superman and Lex Luthor is one of the great rivalries in comic history. It's up there with Batman and the Joker, you mm-hmm. know, Captain America and the Red Skull, uh, you know, all of these really great rivalries. And in every movie, you always see that they always do these kind of rivalries really well. At, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger. That's just Red Skull just appears in that movie, and by the end of it, you feel that they have a rivalry. The Joker just appears in The Dark Knight, and just with like that line, "I think you and I are destined to do this forever." They have a rivalry. You feel that weight behind their relationship. That almost they need each other. They completely blew that in BVS. You do not feel any sort of rivalry or anything between Superman and Lex Luthor. I don't even think Superman knows who Luthor is until he captures his mother towards the end. Yeah, They share only one scene together. You know, the, the original Superman movie with Gene Hackman, there is a rivalry towards the end. You know, mm-hmm. the animated series with that great acting between Tim Daly and Clancy Brown when Superman's just sitting outside, floating outside his office. And I think a lot of that comes from just first bad writing, trying to cram too much into it, into the movie. And another thing is that they got, like Superman, they got fundamental things about Lex Luthor wrong. Luthor is a very, very complex character, he's not even really a villain. And at least the post-crisis continuity, he, in his head, thinks he's the one who's going to save humanity. And everybody's just an idiot for thinking that it's going to be Superman. He's the one that's going to be able to take everything down. So that's why he wants to destroy Superman so much. That's why he wants he doesn't trust metahumans because he is the one who needs to save everybody. And he's also, I think he's also mad that Superman stole his thunder. So there's jealousy, and he's he's a complex villain who's always trying to justify what he does is the right thing. And none of that comes across in Eisenberg's performance. And part of that is because I think Eisenberg was completely miscast, and also because they didn't know how to write Lex Luthor. Well, I mean, they gave backstory and motivation to everyone but him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it makes... we had all these scenes with Clark, and then we had all these scenes with Batman, and even, well, not even Wonder Woman. You're totally lost on, like, yeah. why she, like, did everything she did. She's supposed but to be an everyone Easter egg. Else, Yeah, it's, it's, he's the only character that we're just like, oh, we didn't get five minutes of random flashbacks in total yeah. to explain his past and what led him to here. It's just, he's tossed in. And why, I don't know, why didn't, why wasn't he introduced in the first film? 
You know, if he's going to yeah. be this big of a villain and, like, this big of a thing, why was there, like, nothing? It's, they had that one LexCorp truck. <laughs> that yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't know. It just it seems like that first movie was made, and they were just like, okay, now, as if we had a whole universe already, just, da, just do it. As if is, we already did three films. Luthor is – I highly recommend every everybody should read uh, Lex Luthor Man of Steel, which goes into his kind of – character and everything of why he does what he does and all that and the thing is is this that luthor is god this movie broke me i can't even put any thoughts together uh you know if they uh if they did wonder woman before this one if that would have even come out before this one that would have been cool and that would have given him one of course more time to touch things up but it would at least explain to wonder woman side you get a superman movie a Uh wonder woman movie and then throw in like bvs and that's where they first meet and that's when we get our first bat movie that would have been kind of cool too um and also you would have had the success from wonder woman to kind of carry on and influence the direction for bvs a bit more and I think Patty Jenkins could have saved this universe if her film came out first. Yeah. Um, I remember what I was going to say. Um, what makes Luthor also really great is that he's kind of the anti-Batman. Is that he's a regular human, but he's smart enough to get to Superman. Yeah. And be able to be threatening to him. I didn't feel threatened by Jesse Eisenberg at all in this movie. I felt not like, even with the the peach tea. No, yeah. I felt like Superman could have very easily have dismantled his whole plan at the end. Um, without well, was the whole thing, like nothing yeah. made sense with the connection to the heroes to the villains. Like that's yeah. the whole issue with it, you know. He had if no motivation or reason to hate Superman in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. even after watching this three hour movie, I'm I still am. <laughs> what? Why did Lex Luthor want Superman dead like so badly? Yeah. Why would he sick him after Batman? It's like it doesn't even though like, yeah, it's, it's calculated. He knew what Batman would do and how he'd react like all that type of stuff. It's like, but why you, you guys didn't say what his ultimate goal is? What is Lex trying to achieve other than you're a god and I'm a man? That's not shut up. If like he, if he just, says he's a dumb. god, if he says he's a god enough times, maybe you'll get it. Like, cause he's a god, cause he's a god, cause he's a god. Uh, but he would have been a good Mad Hatter or a, Riddler. No, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. yeah, see, that would have been really cool. Been, I'd been down oh for that. God. And then it would yeah. actually yeah, make Mad more sense. Yeah. Sick Superman on him because he's mind controlling him. But the mind <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh there my that, god, I forgot. That should have been the BVS villain. I forgot who told needed. this to me. Um, it was that Snyder had a conversation. I think he went to have lunch with Jesse Eisenberg for the role of I think the Riddler or the Mad Hatter, one of those parts. And he ended up liking him so much he just cast him as Lex Luthor. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, you freaking idiot. That reminds uh, me of how M. Night Shyamalan uh, hired the kid who played Ong in the in the uh, Avatar movie uh, because he, he witnessed or, his, like, martial arts oh, man. demo reel or whatever. And he's like, whoa, this, kid's can, this kid can do some flips. That's really cool. Cast him. He's great. You talking about the kid that played Aang? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. in the movie that he's called know. Ong, right? Yeah, yeah. I hate that movie uh, with a passion. I've never seen the movie, Brand- but Brandon, uh, where are they trying to get to? Uh, I <laughs> uh, back on subject. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole thing with Boston saying uh, the Earth Bender. So, like, yeah. yes, oh, that's right. Yeah, because like uh, there's a whole season. He just talks about how he has to get to that city. 
So yeah, that's every conversation. But anyway, all right, back, back to that's bad B- that's second, how bad though. BVS is. It's making so, us talk about an even w- what, worse movie. Yeah, we just switched topics. And we're just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, BVS. Yeah. So, um, even the but one- would you would you say that Lex was like the, I mean, the worst part of the movie in that sense? Like, if we had a better villain, would that have made it better despite everything else? Like, would that no. have improved it? No, no, I think it's still Doomsday. No. I oh you still have Doomsday that's doomsday. yeah you still have Doomsday I forgot because oh. like is even in the movie Doomsday it makes well, Danny it towards the end Danny brought up a brilliant point last night that could have fixed Lex Luthor in this movie could, could have fixed, fixed like, the entire movie oh yeah. if it's in, his, uh, yeah. yeah so literally keep the the crippled guy storyline do almost all that stuff the, the same but instead of it be Lex Luthor is trying to figure out how to make something in the Genesis put a ship. bomb in his wheelchair. Or put a bomb in his wheelchair or whatever, blow up the cra- capital and blame Superman for it somehow. Like, ha- have him come to that guy and be like, hey, Wayne uh, Wayne In- uh, Industries has abandoned you. I can help you. And make that guy Metallo. I thought oh, that yeah. was like, yeah. And oh, just kick out Doomsday and make yeah. Metallo. And you could have had, great you had battle. the big monster, too, because Metallo can absorb different metals and become huge and everything. He's a great villain, yeah. Metallo. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, and he's a Superman villain that has yet to make a film debut, which and is ridiculous. And that would be someone who's hard for both of them to fight because he's augmented, so he's stronger than Super, uh, than Batman. He's and a Terminator, Superman. and Superman know? can't fight him because he's got Kryptonite in his chest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would have been it would have been epic. That would have been the villain to do. But uh, oh, maybe that's when Wonder Woman up. comes in and saves them because she's the I, only one that can. He save He would have had I a mean, perfect yeah. reason to hate Superman so, and Batman, too. and that would have given Wonder Woman a perfect role. You know, mm-hmm. like the one with strength. All right, go, Brandon. I was going to say, I, I think we all agree that like Lex Luthor is literally the worst character in the movie. <laughs> uh, whether it be bad casting, bad writing, bad performance, whatever you want to label it. It's like next to Doomsday, who literally looks like walking poop. <laughs> but like it looks like the poop like, monster from Dogma <clears throat> and Shrek. Oh my, yeah, it does. Does. Uh, it does. yeah. oh my god! It does. Yeah, it really is. There's a chunky poop. But um, the thing, and I said this in the commentary. I was like, the the one problem with Lex Luthor out of many is that they try to make him the like. I said he's like the boogeyman. He's supposed to be perceived as the character that's like you don't know is like hiding behind everything or right there in plain sight. And that he's the character who's like moving all the chess pieces. They're trying to do that with Lex Luthor. And it comes back to that thing Danny said about Man of Steel where it's trying to make a dumb movie smart. Where it's just like you're trying to make this elaborate plan that makes no sense at all. And Nick was like yelling at us about how all of it was convoluted in this giant circle of like or running in this giant circle to make everything happen when realistically they could have made everything happen in like one move he Mm -hmm. so it's just like nick remember thank god for nick because he remembered more of this movie than i ever did yeah right (laughs) i mean that's why he's our movie guy but (laughs) but again it's just like you you can't like you you can't just write this character off as like being this crazy you know mad schemer of like a villain when you can't even do it right like whoever yeah. came up with this whole like whoever came up with this whole plot line didn't know what they were doing what is this company like, well, think dude. about it 
His yeah. company doesn't do any. You don't know what his How company do you build does. That they build company. Who took this they host seriously? Ba- they built they, it from they the host... ground up with their basketball team. How do we? How yeah, do we <laughs> they host his basketball game. Okay, I told you. He rips his pants off and he has basketball shorts on. He's ready. You know but that's that's the, the unfortunate part. The lore the scene in the movie. We don't want to talk about that. The lore how, behind everything. How does that even like get so... him access to anything? The Jolly Rancher. Ah, <laughs> that threat. Uh. That the whole threat thing. Yeah. It's that whole lore. It just wasn't put together right. And it's like they expect you, and this was the problem with Doomsday. They expect you to know, like, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, DCU history, like, within the comics and understand these characters and who they are and their roles. But they expect you to know that, but they alter it. And they alter it, not letting you know anything about what's altered in that universe. So you expecting something because you're informed about it, and you're not receiving that, you're going to get backlash because it's like you guys are altering things when you're expecting us to think of this universe. You yeah. don't do that. You have to, if you're going to introduce something new and fresh, you're introducing it just like in every comic, every book. They, If something changes, they introduce the change and they kind of re, you know, they show the origin. Just like we see the origin for Batman and Superman so many times, Batman especially, and we all know it. And yeah. it's like, you don't got to show us the origin. You're never going to alter it. If you're going to change Doomsday's origin, you got to show that because you've altered it. Why are we showing the repeated origin and not the new one? Plus, like, that I think is one of the reasons these movies have such a toxic fan base. Is because they're all by hardcore people. Not you, Comron. I see the face you're making. You're not part of this toxic <laughs> fan base. But you get so many people that are saying, well, you don't like the movie because you're not smart enough to understand it. You know, it's such a complex layered movie that your mind can't understand. They say they're all Redditors. I swear to God. It's like people that (laughs) by Reddit. And I think that's one of the reasons is because they're written in a way that you'd have to know the lore to understand it. Or at least have a base understanding. If you're a casual moviegoer, you're not going to get any of it. And you're going to be like, well, why would I ever want to read comics? Is this is this is the way they are? You know, they're... Which is why we made the comic book commentary show, Apollo City Comics, hosted by Brandon from San Francisco and I. Go on, <laughs> Every Thursday. <laughs> shameless, shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like, that's why I think these movies have such a bad fan base, is because they think that they're smarter than everybody else for understanding a stupid movie. I don't know. Maybe yeah, like, oh, you know, God, you're right. Make, That's the thing. I was about to make a bad uh, joke. I'm not going to make that totally joke. It's totally true. You know what? I just realized, too. Um, you know, we're talking about James keeps bringing up the Capitol scene where they blame Superman for an event, but it wasn't Superman. He just happened to be oh, there. Makes no sense. But and that's what they do, dude. That's exactly what he did in Watchmen when he changed the ending from the squid and blamed it on Doctor Manhattan. He used the same oh God, exact right. concept, yeah. and put it into PBS and was just like, "They're all the same. Superman and Doctor Manhattan, they're the same." Yeah, person. he's like a giant blue explosion. It's that, obviously Doctor Manhattan. Blame it on the strongest guy <laughs> here. Another this, movie this, that, that. Zach he doesn't wear clearly, underwear. Another movie that Zack Snyder clearly didn't understand both blue neither wear underwear there you go oh my god I can't he's good and I want to say this too is that no emotion neither one of them have emotion either I'm so sorry it's all it's all the same thing it's all connected I gotta go (laughs) 
Brandon's got Brandon's gonna have that like the board. It's just all it is is pictures of Doctor Manhattan's penis is everywhere. it's all Doctor Manhattan's penis. You're gonna have a cigarette hanging out of your mouth and everything. It's like I got like Barney. Just you see drawings of the blue dick on his arms. Just like I don't even want to know what the hell's going on. I'm like bald and like with a cape but naked. <laughs> I've like I've written nothing but like Doctor Manhattan's name and drew his penis on me like memento. I was like, like who like, is he? I'm gonna come over and be like Brandon. Where'd you get a giant ass organ to put in your living room and a fireplace? <laughs> okay. uh, and when did we enter the memento movie? The the day I finished college is also the day I lost my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I just got yeah. obsessed and started a new journey. But um. No, I think that kind of goes back to what Brandon was saying earlier, though, is that there's so many scenes that are ripped directly from the comics in this movie. And that's the thing. Zack Snyder is the only kind of guy who could adapt a comic book panel for panel, word for word, and still mess it up. <sighs> yes. Because he, yes. he misses yes. the whole mark of it. I'm just like, you adapted Watchmen almost panel for panel, and you still, you still ruin that story. Like, Superman had Doomsday almost beat at one point, but he was like, oh, I'll just push him out of into outer space, and then yeah. he's not a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. And, then, like, for some reason, the American military is just like, immediately nuke him. Just nuke yeah. him in space. Typically, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would happen. That yeah. was a good, that was one of the only good things about the movie, because it showed the guy who's now Martian Manhunter, which kind of ruins that whole story arc that he had that he was defending superman he was like no don't nuke superman and the yeah, president's and like i'm sorry we got to do this and that showed and that he had an arc from man of steel and it feels like they only did that just for that one shot where you're oh, like yeah. oh look look at desiccated superman just like from batman v superman you know, yeah, from i don't know a- Oh, was that Kevin? I'm sorry. Oh, no, he's from Dark Knight Returns. Oh, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. No point. I can't think of another movie in, like, cinematic history and, like, or superhero history for sure. Um, And granted, we've seen, like, Avengers and all these Marvel films where they're, of course, it's uncomparable because they're just better in that sense. Because they're good. But so many wasted characters in a single film. I feel like this holds the records. I I, I don't. What other film wastes almost every person in the cast it's like perry mason was perry white, perry white. we keep calling him perry, perry white mason. why don't i keep doing <laughs> people oh my God. All these weird names. we're so realizing weird. how many lores are the just blue the same dicks thing who died in this movie you had doomsday you had uh mercy you had jimmy yeah. olsen you, what all of you had them. uh witness lady metallo wheelchair guy makes no sense why would he kill that lady in front of all these people because everyone's gonna be like oh it wasn't superman then because why did this random guy just come up and kill her that clearly wasn't superman no he uh he he looks at he turns around looks at them and he just goes no ticket (laughs) (laughs) and then they're all like oh i made that makes sense this guy just comes walking up he's like i'm very very russian and he just pushes her in front of the train i'm just like what and KG Beast, another yeah, character. Also oh, KG, KG Beast. Beast. I didn't even know that was I didn't KG know that was, Beast. I didn't know that was KG Beast until last night. And I've seen Which this is movie insane. like I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I knew it in the first Robin. Place. Robin was wasted. Robin. He's and he was, dead. He was, yeah. Dude, Alfred. Jesus. The best Alfred. I would have had him, loved. Like, yeah. So 
I think this gets into a very big thing of what I thought. So, okay, as a movie, though, still, like, I do appreciate this movie because it has so many amazing things in it. It's yeah. like, it's like a mess. And I'm like, level. I look at it, it's like, oh, God, what a mess. And it's like, ah, oh, you want to throw that away? I'm like, no, no I'm, 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 I'm still going to keep it. I want to, I still want to, like, go through it and still enjoy some parts of it. But overall it's something i said before just like in the very before this movie came out i remember saying like i was like giving all these different theories and stuff i'm like oh it's gonna be metallo because it's gonna be like the dude's gonna come out beat superman batman's gonna have to save him also batman's gonna be the one that's like you've gone too far you killed that guy and all this stuff and obviously it was quite the opposite and i was like oh my god but i would say the main problem whatever takes they want to do on these characters whether they were good or bad and whether they had enough screen time whatever their utilization was the biggest thing was uh just putting aside Zack snyder's uh takes on them which you know some were good some were bad it just depends on what it was the studio itself was in such a rush mode wanting Mm -hmm. to catch up with marvel that they said hey let's just fast track a movie that would probably be good as a fifth movie fifth movie yeah and yeah uh, they you made that the, what the second MCU did. film, I was, and it was just like, oh my god, why would you put it this? F- yeah, go, go before yeah. I go. No, I, I was thinking about this last night that like the death of Superman could have been an amazing uh, like mm, first Avengers amazing. movie type movie because yeah. like the, it would had the, emotion and depth behind well, it. Well, in the in the original comic, uh, as far as I remember, Doomsday works his way through like the entire Justice League. Yeah, yeah no does. one can stop him. Yeah, and so the yeah, only yeah. one who can even try is Superman, and he mm-hmm. literally sacrifices himself, beating him to death. Like they beat each other to death, and it's it is so brutal. Good. It's so and good. And then, and then you you have the funeral scene where there's just like hundreds of of heroes like mourning the, the Superman's death. That's an amazing poster. And like, yeah. it, it oh, shows yeah. the yeah. impact that. Superman a, had a world without yeah. a Superman would have the world kind of goes yeah. to shit. If anything, you say you introduce Darkseid in the third Justice League movie, and call and you kill off Superman right before that, and Darkseid's like, "That's when I go to Earth. Superman's exactly. dead." And also, like Superman just like destroyed Metropolis eighteen months earlier. Yeah, and then then all of a sudden this giant battle and honestly like everyone's like well thank god honestly because he was just fucking shit up for two years in a row and everything's been <laughs> two a mess years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a rough we've had so much construction to do and city like resources wasted yeah, like insurance yeah. policies guys i like so how, much i like how they put a around. park in the middle of that crater of death that was in man of steel yeah. i'm just like how so, did we build heroes so fast? heroes park, heroes oh, park. yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah a singular hero i don't it was it was bad. I mean, the, the way I would have done it, I would have had Superman, a Superman movie, a Batman movie, a Wonder Woman movie, an Aquaman movie, and then a uh, Superman and Batman movie, and then Justice League. I think you can get away with introducing Flash and Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter in Justice League. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Could yeah. See that. So well, I was... Well, I mean, I guess I don't even know now. I was going to say a whole thing and then... <laughs> Y'all just jumped right through there, just demolished it. But we're like that. We're like that, that. We're like that meme where like the bus is going across the railroad tracks and the train just like smashes <laughs> through it. So I don't think they need to take that long at all. Definitely not. Um, I think it would still work, especially with the center cut coming out and everything else. It could work with this still really well. And we don't need that many movies before. Like I said, this would have been a great fifth movie. 
the way I see this, just like before it came out too, the way there were teases and all these rumors coming out, it seemed like it was going to become a two-part film. And the first film was going to be, like we all knew, it was like Dawn of Justice. And we're like, that was a fast Dawn of Justice. But it sounded like the first one was going to be Shadow of the Bat. And it was going to be much more focused on the Ben Affleck Batman. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Then you'll get build up from him. And then it'll make, you know, it'll just fit in really well. And they didn't do that. And it was just, like I said, a rush job. And you don't really get as much as you'd want of Ben Affleck Batman. And oh, that was uh, a big miss too. Yeah. So uh, the biggest, I would say the biggest miss probably yeah. of the film itself. But you definitely could have had two Man of Steel movies, which the second one would have been more so him gaining the favor of the people and really making things happen there. And that I think that would have been a great film, not for Metallo. Metallo still belongs in this one. But uh, this would have been a great film for Parasite, I think. Would have been perfect. And you could introduce Luther there and kind of get that started in that area. And then you still, you have your Wonder Woman movie. And well, then you... say in that Superman one, that Superman one would be a great time to kind of really introduce, like, hearing about Gotham and Batman. And them kind of like, oh, crap, a Batman is coming. But it's still, like, so early in Superman's world. He's kind of, like you said in the commentary, he's kind of just, like, around. He's kind of a myth still. Yeah. And so that's why Batman hasn't fully, like, seen or heard about him. But you start getting those hints and maybe, like, at the uh, end credit scene where Batman's at a back computer and he's like, all right, it's time to meet this guy. And then, then bam, and then we carry on. And then, like, what you're saying, the Wonder Woman movie. I disagree because I think that if they would have planned far enough ahead – that they could have done what Marvel does and busted out two movies a year, and in, and in like three years we could have had the universe fleshed out and had a proper Justice League movie with everybody there. Oh no, def. I think they could have, but I still, I'm just going. I'm going off of the the Justice League is where you get the new characters, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's these new characters that aren't sure of themselves and they mm-hmm. don't even know what they're doing yet. So that's Trinity first, yeah, and then... exactly. And BVS is the Trinity movie, basically. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you get these two Ministerial movies. You get the buildup of him and Lex. Lex is finding things out. Uh, all the stuff with the Superman-esque stuff is just all happening there. And then you have the uh, Wonder Woman movie. And then you have after that Shadow of the Bat, where you do have all the Batflex stuff going on. And it does have the tie-in where it's like you start seeing... He's sort of planning... Superman's not in this, really. He could be a little bit, but like... It's Batman's own buildup and him still reckoning with things. But to like Man of Steel, I still think they didn't do well with like Clark should have had some form of PTSD from killing Zod and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And then you get to this film. So now you've had two Superman movies. You know who Wonder Woman is. You know who Batman is for. I mean, you already know, but like, you know, even more so. Yeah. And you get to this film and you see all of those plots come together and it's like, it's not like Avengers or anything else like that. It's its own like miniature. This is kind of like the appetizer of the Justice League, but it's its own powerful thing because the Trinity itself is still like, it's like the three most iconic heroes in mm-hmm. the history of comics in general. Make and sure that works first, you know, before we expand that universe. Honestly, yeah. and you know what character that? I would have introduced in BVS instead of Wonder Woman? I would have done a younger Batman and have him introduce Robin. Like Robin's just like, there's your Dark Knight Returns aspect to it. Dick Grace is just like, I'm going to help you. Like, I know that you don't trust this guy and you want to... I would still keep Wonder Woman and then maybe still even do that because if you have that established lore from what Cameron's saying Mm -hmm. and then you move on to BVS, you could add all, like, that extra element into it and 
it would have been perfect in that movie. I think Brandon's I would have loved it. So I would have still like, God, I really wish they didn't do Dick Grayson. I would have just it would have been like Jason Todd's dead. Yeah, you don't know what's happened with Dick, and Shadow of the Bat is kind of where he potentially gets Tim. And then Ooh, yeah, you see, could do Tim, cool. Tim Drake, uh, doing stuff within BVS. But more so still, because it's still like that dark Batman who's, you're kind of seeing him come back and you do like see everything else come up later. But God, there's another point I had for it. Uh, But it's still like that buildup where you could either have Metallo, you could still potentially have Doomsday, you could do Death of Superman in this because then it's like, oh, now you get the apocalypse stuff and you've had a little bit more and it's still like soon, but it's still, I know, I know, stop. But it's still a better version than what we have. It would still be improved because there's yeah. more buildup to it. And you have all those things coming together from all those and plot points. All of like the parts we complain about are like lore aspects and stuff that we don't understand because there wasn't information. And you would have had that information given if you would have just pushed this back and develop it. What yeah. Uh, so I kind of mentioned this last night when we were watching the movie. I have been thinking for a while, if they really wanted to do a Batman v Superman this quickly, they already introduced that Jason Todd has been murdered because the his suit is in the Batcave. It's literally in the center of a spiral staircase that he has to pass but by. But if you watch the interview, it. it's Dick Grayson. Okay, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Dick Grayson. That's, that makes no sense to me because that's the wrong one. But you know, he has the crowbar in his, or the suit is like holding the crowbar. It's like a monument to his failure, to mm-hmm. his like co uh, crime fighter, his family, basically. And so I think they could have done a Death in the Family movie, show Jason Todd, make it Jason Todd, dying. And that's the reason why Batman is like, okay. I, He's broken. I need to like murder is off, like on the table now because if I don't go that far, they're just gonna hurt like literally keep killing people like my own Jason Todd or whatever, and then you, have that be oh like at the end of the movie, Superman come, uh, shows up and he's just like, "Hey, you're going down a road that if you keep going this way, I'm gonna have to stop you because mm-hmm. I That's I, I don't think this is a good idea." And so I think they could have done like a Batman v Superman movie that quickly and still shown a broken Batman yeah. and just and show like all that like one Batman movie. And he's still yeah, he's still suspicious point. of Superman, too, because it's yeah. like it's still True. like you can yeah. still incorporate still the destruction of Wayne and everything else, because mm-hmm. then you still get Metallo and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like it, it all still works together. Yeah. I, you, know, you know why that works so well is yeah. because you just gave Batman motivation to act upon everything. And that's something that's missing in every single character. What's their motivation mm. to do any of it? And yeah. I will say, too, you can, if you really want to, then you can delay then Doomsday himself because you just have Metallo, potentially another villain mm-hmm. of sorts, but then put in Doomsday later in like a Man of Steel 3 or something and then kill him off there. Speaking What's of J- uh, the rock, real fast, this is totally yeah. off topic and it'll go back. Uh, you know that, or do you think that only Alfred made the little Jason monument? Like he had to like adjust the dead suit and take Jason, <laughs> oh, like, take, take out of the suit and he's, then put it up on like, a mantle. And he's like, put the crowbar no, there. I, and he's like, master, the crowbar that killed him. He's like, put the crowbar in his hand. Put it there, standing in the- <laughs> uh, You got something worse. It's just like, master Bruce, when you were out, I put his suit back up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bruce is just like, you what? Alfred. 
You you put it on display. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, think, I, like how, I like how Brandon's slowly transforming into the character we said earlier. He's got his hood on and everything. He's just like sitting there. Well, I was just I have like one major opinion about this movie. I'm just waiting to say it. Um, I just want to say this real quick though, with like you know, you're saying about Superman confronting Batman after wanting to kill the Joker after Jason dies and everything. I can name a comic who did that a hundred times better. There is a Superman and Batman comic that takes place not too long after it's after the killing joke. So Jason got killed and then Barbara got crippled and Superman pretty much goes and kidnaps Batman from the Batcave and brings him to Smallville. And they're just kind of sit standing on a mountain, like having a conversation and Superman asks him, he's like, are you going to, are you going to kill the Joker or are you going to do this? Or like, what's stopping you? And Batman's just, he has this very open and almost vulnerable moment with Superman where he's just like, if it was, if I knew I was going to die and I had the take the chance to take the Joker with me, I'd do it. Hmm. And that's, that's badass. Yeah. That's super cool. And that would have been a great story, moment, Zach. The story, the story concludes, <laughs> Zach. the story concludes with a, with Superman hearing a woman going into labor in a farmhouse and like him and Superman, like go to help deliver this baby because the doctors can't get there. That's hilarious. And Batman's just like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I mean, yeah. Dude, I imagine just in a farmhouse and you're like going into labor and Batman, Batman and Superman show up, up and are like, hey, we're here to deliver your baby. And be like, <laughs> yeah, it was a well, great story, though. And it was just, I I don't like them fighting that much. Like, I don't mind them not getting along or maybe having a quick brawl when they first meet, but I can't. I can't see okay, Batman yeah, there again, wanting to you murder know, Superman. I I love that whole dynamic where they don't like you know they you could tell that they ha- they force their relationship at first, yeah. and you know they kind of just like despise each other, but they're just like no, like we work together because we work well together, and that's that's what we should have gotten. And I I you're right, going straight to the hate, like I'm I'm so sick of this hero versus hero crap. Like that's not what it's about, you know. Just pull back from that and give us a good fight. Give us a villain. Stop making it cloudy. Like we this is what the superhero universe is about. Is that night and day hero and villain stuff i feel so bad because just like man of steel this movie had such unfair competition at the box office because this movie man of steel had winter soldier this movie had civil war oh my god this movie had i thought it was oh wait was it civil war age of i thought it was age of civil war no age of ultron was 2015 oh so it was Uh, literally the exact same movie that did everything right Yeah, uh, with a actually, larger yeah. cast, with a way larger with cast. With a way larger like, yeah. cast, way more complex ideas that were co- that were communicated way better and better. Spidey was the Wonder Woman of that movie, and, and oh, Spidey, Spidey yeah. was way more oh, executed. I think Spidey was shoehorned yeah. into that movie, but I mean, you had Black Panther, you had Iron Man, mm-hmm. you had you had the Avengers taken down by a normal guy. Because no you know why? Powers. They didn't waste scenes. They they use their scenes to you know showcase yeah. motivations. They every scene was almost like giant turning points yeah. for the characters in their arc. As, Remember, we were an hour and what some I think an hour and ten minutes in, and we're like, is this the first turning point? Nothing like, happened. This doesn't. <laughs> yeah, you, nothing goes on. And you know, my my one of my favorite professors, Ann Galger, who's a playwright and everything. She always said every scene delivers new information. 
Mm-hmm. Even if there's it's, no information, yeah, no, none. Even if yeah. it's just a scene with them sitting at a cafe talking, it should be delivering some sort of information, you know. Mm-hmm. And that gives the movie some time to breathe or whatever as well. Every scene is just wait. It's just throwaway dialogue. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. dude, every scene with Lois. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Again, wasted character and wasted. It's even worse time. than in Man of Steel in this movie. Mm-hmm. And but. We got to shift gears to what we liked about the movie. We could go yeah, on. Can I say yeah. one more thing? Ooh. All right, one more thing. One you more could thing. always have, the, I think they call it Tarantinoing, when you just have characters talk about a random talk, topic, but it builds character traits and lets you know who they mm-hmm. are by their yeah, opinions. For sure. There was tons of opportunities to do that in this movie. They never did it. I would have loved to hear Bruce Wayne's opinion on this or Clark Kent's opinion on this. And Clark's such a boring character in this movie. He's not Clark Kent. He's not a journalist. Okay. Like, and... No. Well, right, no, good, because he's on the sports in... beat. All right. Good things. In the movie, <laughs> yeah. Though. Nothing. Let's the warehouse on. scene. No, there, there's some good stuff. I don't even okay. like the warehouse scene anymore. It's no, no, dude, dude, dude. We got parademons. Wow. We got wow. parademons. Okay. Parademons. Parademons. There's the Nightfall like Batman a, looks but cool. But as, as cool as that was, that Nightmare scene could have been cut out of the movie entirely. Yeah, okay, that no, scene no, 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 literally does not matter. No, we're we're talking about cool things we liked about the movie that was an after okay. credit it doesn't it's not it's want, not okay. an overview thought it's not anything it's specific and this movie's not like a good movie we've established that so but there are certain scenes that are badass as fucking yeah this you movie want, and are you want to know what scenes you want to know what scenes are badass the ones that have batman even then that just tells you that he just wanted to make a batman movie actually every scene i was gonna name has batman in it. yeah for me yeah. i've seen <laughs> Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman is absolute Wonder badass Wonder. in this movie. Well, yeah, Wonder Woman is awesome in the Both movie. Both of them and just in general every were time, just fantastic. Yeah. Every time that guitar yeah. riff came up, I literally yeah. just like bobbed my head. I was like, oh, yeah, I love right? this scene. <laughs> so good. But like, For this, think about theme. it. The two, the two best scenes and one that literally did not need to exist. Nightmare the scene. Nightfall. Oh, the nightmare scene. Nightfall. The nightmare scene. Actually. Remember, night, nightmare with a K. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> everything's got to be yeah. like a knight for Batman or whatever. So Combat. good, though. It's yeah. so good. Uh, that scene is awesome, but it literally is so stupid for the point of the movie. For anything in the movie, it makes no sense to throw that in there. No. They oh, make at like all. a box with a literal green light in it. Yeah, and like, Batman. and then Batman just starts mowing down people with a gun. <laughs> yeah, and like it, it's cool as an action scene, but it really makes no sense. Why is he wearing that- a duster over his bat suit? Hey, the duster's cool. Don't I'll go it is dare. Cool. That, I'll give you that. That yeah. is literally what I'm going to be cosplaying. I'm doing that, that exact same. I like it. It's a <laughs> it's, it's a it's a noir looking like kind of I don't know you dark know, detective you know Batman. That could, you know, I dig it. Like, that could have worked way better if it was a future where Superman was dead and Darkseid took yeah. over. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to show that scene later. Why would yeah. you show mm-hmm. that now? Yes, you get parademons, but who the hell is going to go watch that movie? I haven't talked much, so now I'm going. Yeah. But <laughs> who the hell is you are like a thirty put like thirty something year old parent, forty something, I don't know, even older. You're taking your kid and you know nothing about the lore of the DC universe. Who the hell is gonna know what's going on? Yeah. yeah. I was a parent taking my child to go see that and I saw a fucking parademons flying from the sky and a batman <laughs> mowing people down with machine guns why and is pistols? there a huge omega symbol over yeah there? and why yes. is there an omega symbol literally the size of like a town 
That literally makes no sense, and that is terrible to put in the movie. It was like for that, so many reasons. It was like that. You the, can, the movie theater that I was at, in, I remember everybody was just like, "Wait, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? What is this? What is that? Who is that?" It was ridiculous. Nobody knew yeah. what was happening. They it didn't know that was a great. flash. It would have worked great as like an animated movie in that sense, like yeah. these aspects. Because then the big fans are the ones and the ones that want to research and learn more, watch the animated stuff because it's better. But all these elements would have been great in an animated movie for sure. Don't insult oh, the animated also, movies like that because they're actually good. Well, no, 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 like the elements, the <laughs> I elements, know, I know. not like turning yeah. it into it. Yeah. But also, uh, that flash scene is fucking badass as shit, and just and. But I'm is not it saying a dream? anything's good. I am so no, no, confused. yeah, it's super <laughs> confusing. Just twice. that individual, that <laughs> that one scene as a whole taken out. If you just saw that and you were just like, "What the fuck are they doing? Like, this is gonna be crazy." But I mean, it's just a cool scene. If I saw that I, in a comic, it'd be cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it, again, it makes sense in a comic. Maybe because the comics actually know. Well, actually, no. Sometimes they don't know what they're doing either. But <laughs> I was about to say, what are you as, talking about? Like, it, says months. says the team of people who just dropped the bat title. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, uh, like even then, uh, my problem with that scene. Yeah, it's cool. I still don't think he's a good Barry Allen. They haven't justified him being Barry Allen. No, I'm sorry, and nothing not against all. the actor at all. But he has been a horrible casting for that character, and they have not done that character any justice what makes it, whatsoever. Dude, it makes it even worse. You got the TV show, which is actually a lot of people. A lot of people love that TV show. It's actually, yeah. I will say in his defense, though, there hasn't really been a chance. You're going off of a very small portion of him. So I literally I would, just said that. <laughs> oh, I know, but you're, just, yeah. you're very much like overly aggressive on it where i would say like well you it's know. been how many years yeah but you haven't tell seen me. anything yet that's what i'm saying no, like, no, no, that no, movie like, is in development hell it is yeah no tell me hell. how how long has it been since he's been flash tell me yeah no like since 2015 or something yeah. like 2015 and it's the same thing with the joker like it's the same it's that syndrome like yeah i'm sure jared leto would be honestly personally i think he'd be a cool joker if we saw more of him but unfortunately for mainstream audiences this is all they got and it's yeah. not a good representation Again, either way he hasn't gotten the justice of being on screen but tell me they've had five years minimum to do this character justice mm-hmm. half a decade they put him in the tv shows by just having a cameo or i guess tv show he had a cameo on the TV show. He's been in what two movies already, technically? Oh, yeah. And, I, I yeah. like this. Yeah, I like yeah. This what is that? Yeah. yeah. What is that? Squad for there's second. no. There's no oh, excuse. Three. He's been three they, movies. They they, they don't know what to do with him. I'm really and I'm I think liking this angry Brandon. Keep getting angry. <laughs> it's it's pissing me off because I'm tired of people coming up with excuses to give these movies reasons to be good. <laughs> Why are you gonna say this is a good Flash when he's been in five years of development hell? I'm not. You, you get I, all right. All right. All right. I'm not I'm saying, saying he's a good Flash. I'm just saying we don't know yet. And you're just the way you're saying it sounds like you're saying he's a bad Flash when there's nothing to go off. He's Whoa. been a bad. Fl- he's the been thing a bad is, Flash. For he's been seen. a bad Flash he's in every buried. single scene. He's in Justice buried. League. We're gonna get to Justice League. In Justice League, he's like a bumbling nerd for some reason. And don't, granted, Barry Allen could be kind of like a nerd. You know, that's fine. But they make him this weird fan of like batman to the point where he can't even like make a cohesive sentence he's talking not Wally again West, it, it's the it's the like age thing look how young this wall this this wall this barry is and you know when we see barry in the comics he's been 
part of the police force uh, doing forensic science for a while. So he's an adult. He's done all yeah, this. And he's kind of like, he is real fast and talking quick and just like a lot going through his head, but it's very scientific. He's a man yeah, of method. I, and he's like kind of a composed character as well. Like I've never, you know, yeah. again, we're, you know, we're taking interpretations of the character into play, but like if we're going to do the flash, like, that's not that's maybe more of a uh kid flash uh, what's his name um oh bart bart yeah he reminds me more of bart than barry you know but they call him barry uh, and like you know oh no I'll, I'll end real quick and then okay. i'll let you go danny it's just like it's fine if you want to make a different interpretation of the character it's fine if you want to make him nervous or some sort of like fan of batman even mm-hmm. it's fine if you know he like is kind of like you know all these thoughts going through his head and he's not like the Barry Allen and TV show where he's like very sure of himself or in the comics where he's especially sure of himself. It's fine if you want to make him, you know, kind of like this little like, like rambling kind of bumbling nerd kind of person. That's okay. The thing is they're not doing it right. And mm-hmm. you've had five years over five years at this point to make him good on the scene and they can't even do that. And it's just like, he's a wasted character in BVS. Well, hopefully we'll see you in less than two months. We'll find out. Yeah. Well, and also uh, Flash is scheduled to start production April 26th. So, I mean, but like, look at that, though. It's been almost a decade. No, yeah, it's truth. Yeah, it's a a whole mess. I've said Mm -hmm. it was a whole mess for a long time. I've said if you look at the schedule of phase one of their stuff and (laughs) how many have actually came out, it's like hilarious. Yeah. All right. Go, Danny. Yeah. I just thought of this and I think what really where DC really shot themselves in the foot or I think not shot themselves I think they underestimated the casual fan and their fan base because if you look at it with the MCU who knew who Iron Man or Captain America was or any of them because like there was the Iron Man cartoons and and everything in the 90s but they weren't very popular. No one liked those. Characters. Yeah, yeah. they weren't yeah. very popular. Yeah. I mean, they were fun shows, but they weren't very popular as compared to you know like the X Men or Spider Man or anything like that. We all grew up with great DC cartoons. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, everybody. Oh did. yeah, that was our even, childhood. Even adults. I know yeah. adults who are older than me that love Batman the animated series and still watching that show. Yeah, it's, it's huge on HBO right now. So. It's one of the- we had ju- and we had Justice League. We had mm-hmm. Justice League Unlimited. So we saw the mainstream audience saw, and they grew up with good interpretations of these characters and what that represented the comic books very well. And I think that's what kind of screwed them over with you know this whole vision that they're going for with the Snyderverse and everything, because even the mainstream audience knows that's not right there's something off about this whole universe and mm-hmm. i think that's why they've lost a lot of money on it because yeah. people people know and yeah it goes back to what i was saying about the whole origin aspect yeah you know stop showing the repeat give us the new stuff yeah. show us new footage yeah because give us insight that, the most you know? casual fans are gonna watch bvs and be like there's something not right with this Dude, I, they yeah. lost me in the beginning when they showed the their version of the Wayne deaths. <laughs> and, oh yeah, and yeah. Bruce and the floating like, bats. Yeah, he falls down a well and starts getting levitated up by bats. Yeah, and I was that, like, that, it's, that it's a dream it or whatever. Too. But I'm so just that like, was a good oh. scene in a different way. Is what you guys yeah. are saying? Yeah, because <laughs> it was hilarious. Just like the like we just don't need scene. the origin anymore. That's the it was oh, we're yeah. tired of the origin. 
Yeah. Also, like, that first scene and the last scene are brilliant, but it doesn't fit that film. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I there's yeah. moments of the first scene that are great, but just like the funeral scene, it's shot great and it looks amazing, but just like it doesn't work for what we're the film context we're watching. I mean, you Even brought up just like Nightfall scene. Like or they, they threw out Spider-Man in there and they didn't even bother with an intro for Spider-Man's yeah. origin. Yeah, it's which like, was everyone perfect, knows about Uncle Ben's death. Brilliant, yeah. greatest move they could have done with that. Like yeah. I yeah. adore that. They hinted to Uncle Ben and they've hinted towards his loss and it shows he's affected and it shows that's his motivation. And dude, that's another one of just like show don't tell. Like when he mentions the whole Ben stuff, it's like it it hurts. It hurts. You can't even like talk about it. Yeah. And you know why. And that's all you got to do. Yeah, because yeah. if they did, if they did uh, his origin one more, a third time, yeah, it would have just been like, how many times uh, do we have to teach you, man? Yeah, exactly. That yeah. poor Uncle Ben as a character killed so much on screen. Yeah. Like, oh, not like, as much as the Wayne family, because you. See oh, it, I know the Wayne. Yeah, the Wayne family is like died every movie. That's why I think of I just, Batman. Your one movie would have been great because that movie mm. mostly focuses on Bruce training. And mm-hmm. there's like developing, becoming one, Batman. One scene that even that, dis- that just quickly hints at his parents getting shot, and that's it. Yeah, a flash. Yeah. Literally, I just want a flash. Yeah, poof, poof, and then back into the moment. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you would have needed, it. and then you could have focused on Bruce training. And I want to see Batman with a cloth costume. I want the stakes that high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'd be. Yeah. I would love that. that. But um, well, I will say we didn't get that. The best part. I mean, I don't know. I know, Brandon. It's hard to say I what was, was there. <laughs> so good about the movie because it's like we all know it was just the batman stuff and once you say that the suits the i love the armor suit it looks great i love his strategic planning that you know james was bringing up in the commentary that he knew he was going to wind up right there and he did and that was the coolest part was that he had as unlikely as it was (laughs) that was his plan yeah it kind of ruined jeremy irons as alfred for me too on the second on the second viewing because Alfred's just like I can't let you do this you know you're gonna go to war he's not our enemy and everything but Alfred still helps him try to murder <laughs> Superman and I'm just <laughs> like what? oh my god have you not have you not read that Injustice comic where Alfred kicks Superman so oh, hard yeah. his shoe explodes <laughs> yeah. I mean he kind of deserved that though in the comic <laughs> anyways uh, no Ooh. I agree with Brandon it's hard to say like what's the best scenes but honestly the best scenes are the Batman scenes yeah. oh yeah because that was yeah. the only character Snyder wanted to direct yeah, yeah I mean it shows I mean yeah Wonder Woman has great scenes even though like they hint at her it's like like there's really awkward interactions when she's not Wonder Woman, when she's just like you know, in her like just being Diana, like normal day clothing, mm-hmm. like day out. Yeah, I'm trying to say, yeah, civilian like clothes. Yeah, civilian yeah. clothes. I don't know why I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> day clothes. But yeah, no, like, like you would think those scenes would be cool because then you kind of hint at like uh, I think it would have been better if they didn't like uh, tease Wonder Woman in the movie mm-hmm. and actually just like have her as kind of like this like ambiguous like who's this character that's like you know coming around a lot and like knows things and seems to be popping up everywhere and just kind of like you don't know much about them and i think Mm -hmm. it would have been cooler uh, those scenes would have been cooler because you're just trying to figure out who this is and then at the very end she pops in for like two minutes and then you're like oh that was wonder woman i think that would have been a better approach i mean that's what they tried to do but it was but stupid. they tell you it's Wonder Woman immediately. Like, <laughs> no, they don't. They they don't mention her name until the end of the movie. No, in the in the actual from... marketing. Oh, the marketing. Yeah, uh, yeah. The marketing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you already yeah. know. Yeah, like, marketing way before yeah you know immediately. Yeah, I'm oh, telling yeah, you, everyone knew. True. Yeah. That's totally those, true. It's like when those the... scenes would have been awesome. Yeah, like you would have been like, who's this like woman? And, and also, I mean, Gal Gadot's oh, like beautiful. Imagine. And you would have been like, 
Yeah, I see exactly what you're saying. I think people would have figured it out right away that it was Wonder Woman. Yeah. No, I mean, it would have been a rumor, though, and it wouldn't have been revealed until you saw the film, and that would have been awesome and been like, holy crap, they had it right in front of our faces. Yeah. For those people who didn't realize it, it would have been shocking. It's kind of... It's rewarding, you know, as an it, audience member. I, I it's was, also a whole thing. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I was going back and watching. I did, like, a trailer review for every single trailer for this movie on my YouTube channel back when it was coming out. And I really realized, I was like, wait a minute, I forgot how much the marketing really ruined this movie. Because that's the number one sign that a movie's going to suck is when a studio overmarkets it. This movie got, like, 20 trailers or something ridiculous. And it really? almost gave away the whole movie. Like there was one oh, trailer yeah. that was cut literally beat for beat for the yeah, plot of the movie. You could literally checklist what we were gonna see. Yeah, it was that like was the main was like, trailer. Okay, they fight, then they team up with Wonder Woman to fight Doomsday and everything. That's and that was mm-hmm. the plot of the movie. And that is, if you notice that, it's a lot of that with these um, DC movies. They're over marketed because the studio has no faith in them. They know they're gonna put out a bad movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they knew yeah. that going in when they were making this, well, that this was going to be a bad movie. And lo and behold, it was a bad movie. Yeah. But, I mean, I still stand by the Wonder Woman scenes. Could have been better if you didn't know that was Wonder Woman. Or she just wasn't yeah. in the movie. Yeah. No, well, I mean, I, well, she she could be in the movie, just not as much. And like I was saying earlier, at I mean. The end. I mean, no, I mean, I will say no. the, the that scene where she that, just, the, the first fight. jump she has with Doomsday, when she first lunges and it's like the yeah, crazy super a, fight. That whole fight. That, that is, is so, I just, so that, amazing. So I love good. that. But I mean, I hate so that much shot. better as a, for a debut Wonder Woman than well, a I don't know. side like, it, character in another movie. It, it, that's the cool part is that the way I was saying to explain Batman was to put him in at the end of one movie and then give him his own film. And that's what happened with Wonder Woman. Put her at the end of this one and we showed that she kicks ass and she's kind of broken and stuff has happened to her. She has a history. And then they showed that in the next movie. And that was a cool move. And that's why Wonder Woman did so well. Because you know what? The last film may have sucked, but Wonder Woman kicked ass and we want to see more of her. And yeah. that's what got everyone to go check that out. And honestly, yeah. if they would have had another Batman one, they would have been like, you know what, BVS sucked ass, but I'm going to go watch this new Batman one. Cause I, I see what he could do in the ass. warehouse. Yeah, 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 yeah the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Told you guys, see, the guy didn't die. It was a rubber box. It wasn't a... Yeah. It was no. a wooden and like, his brains were like hanging off the, the wall. <laughs> and you know, the other thing too is I knew they were going to like put Wonder Woman throughout the movie because, you know... It, there's a lot of reasons why. One, you could tell Gal Gadot enjoys being the character. Mm-hmm. You could tell, you know, she really is like the like best casting you could have right now oh, for Wonder yeah. Woman. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. She's also very beautiful. Oh yeah, you she's know, gorgeous. like total babe. She's yeah. gorgeous, and of course they're gonna try to get as many scenes as they can with her because you mm-hmm. know she's. She's a gorgeous person. Yeah. I mean, the character you know, itself, like, like, they call her angel. Like Steve Trevor calls her angel. He's like, oh yeah. my god, you look like yeah. an angel. Yeah. So you know. She she does a really good job kicking ass as the character. She like you know she really like embodies a Wonder Woman and like she is great you know a great character on screen. Yeah. She and looks just, like she'd come from that part of the world. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Her hair. So I I totally get why they like put her in the movie a bunch of times. Like you know and because she's gonna attract audiences from mm-hmm. all parts of the world. You know for different reasons. Just like Ben Affleck, I mean, especially Ben Affleck naked, apparently. Yeah, that was one of the best scenes in the film. Dude, that whole every workout. scene that involved Batman, no matter what, it was 
it, it's always awesome. Just like Suicide Squad, one of the best scenes are all the Batman scenes. You know, Ben Affleck's like, butt I mean, deserved an Academy Award. Yeah, did you guys did you guys rewind? Did you guys rewind on the shower scene too? I mean, the uh, the I warehouse took a scene. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know about you, but I, I recorded it. Yeah, I left my I significant like, other because of that scene. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, Dad, what are you watching, Batman? <laughs> I I, re- I, only, I recorded that clip and only cut it to just be that workout scene with the shower scene, and that's the whole movie. Uh, there you. <laughs> okay, that was a good shot though. The way Bruce looks at his costume, like he hates it. Yeah, when he was going, like he despises it. Yeah, he, he was talking about when the hot water is running down his back. And, that- <laughs> <laughs> and can we just say, oh my, the voice modulates. Yeah, modulation. So oh yeah, that's the best part too. Yeah, so I, good. Oh Alfred my God. working on the helmet, like you could, and then uh. he has the helmet when he fights Superman. Like they've been planning that armor for a while. Like that was really cool. Yeah, I love that. Ar- that so armor good. looks straight it's out of the comic. So good. So good. Just yeah. the way he talks to the like, guys. Even Ben, he has a good Batman voice even without it. Because when his voice modulator turns off, mm-hmm. he still sounds like a good Batman. Yes. So it's like yes. he doesn't he even need it. the voice modulator. They should have given yeah. that voice modulator to Christopher or uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, for real. My voice is fine. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of sad to say because you know you know <laughs> Batman's always Batman's always been like the centerfold of like the DC stuff when it comes to like people appreciating superheroes. <laughs> I mean, he, he it's and, like if you considered one superhero, it's just like it's Batman. Yeah, Batman, yeah. and you know in in Batman, Batman versus Superman. You could tell that they're cashing out on that because, first of all, Batman's name is in the title first, mm-hmm. so this already doesn't feel like a Superman movie. Let's be honest. It's always it's, yeah. in the Mostly comics. Superman. It was always it was always Superman, Batman, World's Finest in their yeah yeah. Title. And oh, then no. they did that for Mark. They did that on purpose by putting Batman's name first. They put an emphasis on the Batman scenes because we all know Zack Snyder wanted to make a Batman movie. So I just think those scenes are honestly the best scenes in, it, in the movie. It, Even the like half-assed Martha scene like that fight building up to it wasn't epic but it was still entertaining and it takes Batman only a couple minutes to absolutely beat the living shit out of Superman that scene isn't a fight it's just Batman beating up Superman the whole time mm-hmm. that's yeah, all that's it is it's to too. appeal it's... to the Batman fanboys you ruin everything it doesn't even make sense because in the comics what the Batman he makes a point of saying I could have killed you I could have made that arrow have like a stronger binding agent or a uh, a higher concentration of kryptonite. Like I could have had Ollie killed you. Yeah, but I want you to remember, I beat you. A Mm -hmm. human beat you. Yeah, there was. And but in this this movie, his his plan is to kill him. So why bother? Or even there's that the fight in Hush and Batman Hush when he's when he's going after. He has that great line that he's relying on Superman being a good person deep down to hold back and not kill him. He says that he goes, but deep down I am not a good person and I'm going to, I'm going to go after him. That was a great fight. And Oh, Snyder go away. I know. I and Chris Tarot, Chris Tarot too. They got somebody so unqualified yeah. because that guy, can I say, I oh, know that's a, slur now i can't even say that but he said superman's he said in an interview that he thinks superman's under trunks on the outside is f-a-g-g-y yeah wow oh i did not know fred gile yeah Yeah. (laughs) that sucks i'm just like and this is the guy you got to write your superman and superhero movies great Uh 
Well, that's it's so funny. It, no matter how positive you try to be, it's hard to pull. Like at least with Man of Steel, you could be like, you know, there was some light on there some was. moments, and we're just like, yeah, you yeah. know, what? we all came to an agreement on some stuff. But it looks like this just had Batman and I, Wonder Woman as there, their little screen time. I and think it's we have so many complaints. It's because we could probably nitpick drag. every scene. I mean, there is one Luther scene. Or one, not even a scene. One Luther moment that I actually do enjoy, and it's mm-hmm. the moment after he shows Superman like the pictures of his mom. He's like, "I have your mom." Also, it's weird that he kidnapped Lois just to call Superman. That was freaking weird. Stupid. Just yeah. but, Lois. He, but he's like, "I have your mom," I'm, and I'm gonna kill her. And Superman starts to lose it. His, his eyes start glowing. He's like, "Where is she?" And yeah. Luther like freaks out for a second. He's like, "Uh, uh, uh but you can't kill me because if you do." you'll lose her forever and and so for that one moment like superman is literally on his knees in front of him and he kind of just like you know wave mm-hmm. waves his hand around his head to be like in this moment i have all the power here with all the power you have it you are powerless against me which but, is sad that that's like his way of resort you know yeah. you have to go that far and i would never see alex luther go that that's like, the thing it like, just I, does not but i like that scene i like superman bowing to lex because he's like lex is one and he's overcome him just the circumstances are just so bad you know but what, it's that moment is great you it's know what brilliant. else that's what we up, want though is that we, you know we're never going to see president luthor or no. anything yeah. like that like in the yeah. comics batman he's a felon superman, now <laughs> superman batman public yeah. enemies is one of the best com best mm-hmm. superman and batman comics and it yes. covers lex luthor's end of his presidency that would, that's check how they the, should have started check out the animated movie that's because i watched oh, yeah. the animated movie of pu- Be- superman batman public enemies before this and it really made me realize like wow it really is shit this movie it's there's yeah. not there's no redeeming qualities i'm sorry no, there are some, but you know, to each their own. The warehouse scene just wasn't enough for me to say that. Like, yeah, there's a few good scenes. Well, no, it, it's well, not. That, to be fair, no that redeemable... warehouse... Sorry. Oh, my. oh, there's no redeemable qualities as a film, but there are great moments within, yeah. like, single scenes. That's it. That, yeah, that's basically the. I think that's a, how we have to configure it is that yeah. there's no way you could fix this film, but you know what? They have these, like, cool little panels. That really stood out, and I really like those panels a whole yeah. lot. That just know? feels like, like a bunch of random scenes that don't fit together. Sorry, James. The warehouse scene also kind of undercuts the whole Luther having power over Superman scene because he makes it seem like, oh, you'll never find your mom. It's like, super, like okay, first off, Batman found her like immediately. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. Flying over really? the city. Yeah, he got there immediately. Well, I mean, he is Batman. And you're, you're telling me that Superman <laughs> couldn't hear his mom that's what I was saying. Yeah. I said that. Like I pointed that out immediately. He and she didn't have a gag at the warehouse. X-ray. She was still in trouble. He could, he could literally, with his speed, he could X-ray fly over every building and check for his mom in like before Luther can radio whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had thirty minutes. And then he he also goes to to Bruce and he's like, <laughs> he goes to the fight. And he starts it off immediately by just saying, like, Bruce, not Batman, Bruce, please help me, Martha. And he's just like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to fight you anyway. But, you know, the thing was, he could have just said, "Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go fight Batman then. And he flies over there. He stops and sees Lois on the way. He could have used that time to fly over. Had a whole moment. Had a whole moment with Lois as always. She's standing right next to a window. He could have just flew through the window, Uh, grabbed her before that guy even put the flamethrower on her. And oh my 
my god, this whole movie. Oh, so no, but the flamethrower just... wasn't even on, remember? Oh, my god, it wasn't it was even on. on. They had to turn it on still. Like, they had a whole I, scene I still... where they showed him turning it on. Oh, my. Still, the best thing, I'm just saying, the movie would have been perfect if instead <laughs> of him coming outside of the taxi cab, he was already in the taxi oh, yeah. cab when she gets <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh, yeah. <laughs> You that, hear that like door opening. It's hey. like Lois. I need to talk yeah. to you. And then Lois, yeah, that's pretty good. And then Lois, instead of like telling Martian Manhunter, apparently, like, "Hey, my boyfriend's gonna go kill Batman because they got his mother hostage or whatever." Instead of going and telling that guy that, she just goes, "I need to get a, I need to get a chopper." She goes to work, asks her boss for a chopper to go over to Gotham so she could go nag Batman while he's trying to kill Superman. Be like that's yeah. his mother's name. That's Don't how you... she got there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, she didn't <laughs> yeah. let anybody hey. know. She didn't even call the police. <laughs> so, uh, completely You're, off she's, topic. She's a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist that has no connections to law enforcement. Even though earlier it shows that she has connections to law enforcement. By All right. So wouldn't it be cool if she called right. Jim Gordon? Yes. Yeah. yeah so, right? Brandon, yeah. Okay, Brandon, what were you gonna? Brandon, what were you gonna okay, say, Brandon? Sorry, uh, completely off topic. Just a change of the mood. Um, <laughs> I know, uh, I know. We were joking about like screenshotting and recording the whole like <laughs> Batman showering scene. Uh, I didn't actually do that, uh, but I did yeah, get yeah. curious and go on YouTube. Someone really did edit a bunch of the scenes and just has that. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> like Excellent. literally, like Batman showering just with the butt cheeks, and then they leave it at that. Can you share that with me, please? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so I'm putting that so into my favorites. I, we were joking about it, and then it, someone actually goes out and does it and puts it on YouTube. And it's a great scene. <laughs> best, <laughs> best thing to come out of this whole movie. Really good. Yeah. Well, make guys, uh, thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. yeah, make it part of the program. All of, our of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix butt from the movie. Oh, well, that's guys, good. Uh, this mm. has been an that's the Don and Justice right there. It, it's sad that like we can't. We, it's really hard to just even think of something that's good because you know oh. what comes before, after, and even during that scene. It just doesn't work. It's literally like if you had this on mute and oh, – no, not even, maybe if you had this on mute, it might know. Okay, if uh, you just saw like screenshots of stuff, it would be cool. I think that's the best way to view this movie and just yeah. make up, make can, it up on your own and add your own dialogue and uh, you could probably do it way better. Can I, uh, Rearrange some scenes a little bit, you know. Um, I I don't even have final words about it. Can I say something I, real quick? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, the one thing I wanted to say, and I, I think I speak for a lot of us, I, you know, I definitely liked this movie a little bit more when I saw it initially. And my thing was, I really, really wanted to like this film. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. I, yeah. I knew what I was getting into, and part of me, and I'm so hard on this movie, and I know I give Cameron a lot of crap, but I'm really honestly hard on this movie because I, like all of us here, I love superheroes. I really do. I really love the character Batman. And I've grown over the years to really appreciate Superman and what he resembles as a character. I really do. And this movie feels like it just took a shit on all of that. Mm-hmm. It really, and that's what makes it so hard for me to talk about. Because I straight up tell people this movie doesn't even need to exist. Yeah, There's, it really doesn't. It doesn't need to exist. I forgot and it did. It's set, <laughs> right? It's just have sad. a short film called Warehouse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. yeah that would have been amazing. It's honestly actually. sad. It's it's honestly very upset, upsetting, and sad because I appreciate all these characters over mm-hmm. this my past couple years of really appreciating comic books as a medium, appreciating the superhero genre, 
I wanted to see all these heroes completely be like just on the screen bombastic. And, you know, I always heard, you know, people always compare like the MCU and DCU and Marvel comics versus DC comics. And people always, you know, always compare them. And I hate comparing them. I really do. I don't like comparing them at all. Nobody is better than the other. I once had someone tell me this and I'm quoting the person basically that Marvel is the characters that we could be and DC is the characters we want to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I look at this movie and I don't want to be any of these characters. No. Yeah. They're terrible. No, you know, they're like, this movie. Mm. All of them. He tries, and, you know, he, he tries to really put the Watchmen aspect on the DCU and that's and not the purpose was, behind Watchmen or any of that either. Exactly. And I, that's what I was going to talk about actually is that what happened in the comics industry in the 80s as Watchmen came out and it completely ruined comics after that, even though it wasn't intended to, it was to become this like... Watchmen was supposed to be this one specific story and then the comic industry just took we need to make dark and edgy the new thing mm -hmm. and that's what happened with the superhero movies mm -hmm. we had this movie come we had certain movies come out that kind of had adult themes to it and then they're like dark and edgy is a new way to go mm -hmm. but this isn't funny enough the boys does a better job at actually doing a caricature of these characters and yeah. act, you know actually mocking them and actually being that dark and edgy it does a better job than dark and edgy trying to be dark and edgy yeah if that exactly. makes sense it's yeah, pretentious and you know yeah and so this movie you know i i know i got really crazy about like barry allen and i don't really talk about the flash too much because he was one of my favorite superheroes for mm -hmm. a while Same, i really yeah. and i know brandon like loves the flash yeah and I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing that he became like this weird, bumbling, kind of like nerdy guy. That's fine. Barry Allen can be a nerd. He's really into like science. And you just know, he's a. Fit. Yeah. Not, and not like. The right words are coming out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can, you can embody that persona in the character. I know, you know, I, I'm not giving him a chance, but the way they're presenting this character and the amount of time he's been this Flash, for instance, it's just like it wasn't working. And I'm sorry to say that, but it's just you can make it happen. You just got to do it right. And they weren't doing they aren't doing it right. Yeah. And so with this movie, it doesn't need to exist because, you know, it it gets a lot of things wrong. It gets a lot of pacing wrong. And I really, 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 really think that Zack Snyder, if he honestly tried, he can make an okay superhero movie. Oh, for but sure. But I think he's dropped the ball way too much when it came to B like BVS alone as a film. Yeah. And, you know. and that's why, like, I'm curious about Justice League because I want to see what feedback he's taken in, well, what he's taken in consideration, what he's changed from the original ideas, and what he's putting together. And, and I'm, yeah, I'm. I want to see if he's gonna try to like, like, all right, if I'm ever gonna succeed after this or do anything in uh, directing again, I'm gonna have to like really nail this. Yeah, HBO is uh, gonna fucking. I hate honestly me think it's For, just gonna be just like this movie because this movie was how he wanted BVS. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And the thing is, BVS, the Ultimate Edition, was like his vision. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of scared. And Justice League is a different story. You know, he had a very well, sad thing that happened in the middle of his production. His vision, but also told by studios to include yeah. all these other elements yeah. so it's not no, I, like you know some that. of the big things that we're complaining about is just like how compact everything is but maybe no. this is his vision but it's just the compact version of his vision that he got to produce exactly yeah so, but the thing too. is yeah. with bvs and i'm gonna throw a really really crazy example out there and you can say i'm wrong but and i know i'm kind of going on on like a long tangent here but the thing is you can look at other films that were put in that same position and they still kind of did it. Like, look at Return of the Jedi. 
They straight up said you need to have Ewoks in this film or you're not we're not going to make it because we want to sell toys. And it was like you need to do this. You need to have this happen in this no, movie. And it worked no, too. The and it Ewoks worked. You know, were included because Endor was supposed to be the Wookiee's home world, but they didn't have the budget to do make that many Wookiee the, costumes. Well, they also so said the Ewoks was, needed to be toys too. Well, I'm well yeah, they sure. they got a merchandising thing out of yeah. it, but it oh, wasn't okay. like Banner, something that was yeah. like a film that it wasn't a film changing decision. Yeah. Well, uh, I thought it was more of they wanted to put it in there for the toys. Batman Forever but would be a better example because oh, that, yeah, movie kinda, yeah. that movie still actually kind of yeah. That movie still actually kind of works. Batman Forever. There's plenty. There's plenty of other things that still worked. Again, another example: Ninja Turtles. They didn't make the cartoon because they were like, "You need to make or the, you need to make the cartoon kid friendly so we can sell these toys. You need to make it this way. You need to include these characters. You need to make it look like this. You need to have these storylines. Yeah, it's and say really what you different will from the source material. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Say what you will about the cartoon. It may not be the greatest cartoon, but it still worked. Mm -hmm. There are still people that appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And you can't. It sucks when big money and corporations gets involved. But there are some people that can make a spin on it and make it work. And I'm not saying Zack Snyder had it easy. And it's not entirely his fault with BVS. And it's just... But his name's all over it. You also, his name's all over it. Yeah. Also, I would still say... You, but I just want to say you also had... Uh, um, you had David S. Goyer's original BVS script. Which was... Look what he did with Man of Steel. Wasn't that, it wasn't good. So you had that script being rewritten by Chris Tarot. Who obviously doesn't know anything about superheroes. Yeah, so, that that yeah. too exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so you've got like crazy writing. You got at least Zack Snyder. You see more of him in Man of Steel. Uh, more power to him, mm -hmm. but uh, I mean, not seeing more power to him. Like more power to you, but like he had more power mm -hmm. to himself. Yeah, uh, of course, with the like inclusion of Christopher Nolan as well. And then in this one, you do see a lot more uh, studio stuff, and it Correct. is very much so a compacted Snyder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why I said like that's why I've said before like I. Like, if I gave myself a title as a Snyder fanboy, I would be like, I'm a Snyder believer. And it's like, what does that mean? Do you believe in him? Like, I want to believe in him. I want yeah. to have yeah. faith that this will work. I want to believe it so badly. And it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know if this will be good. I want it to be good. And yeah. so far from what I've seen, I'm like, it gives me hope and it makes me really, like, hopeful. And it's like, this is pretty much the biggest film of the year for me besides, you know, GBK. Um Hell but yeah. like Godzilla vs. Kong, yeah. uh, it's it's like they, they're tied for number one. I can't decide; it's too much. Uh, but like, I hope so hard that this is going to be a fantastic, or at least it does some justice, and it is an, a vast improvement over BVS over the no Weed Justice intended. League. And yeah, and <laughs> I uh, I don't even think about that. But yeah, it just we'll, we'll see how it goes, and depending on that, obviously my opinion may be really really good or really really bad where i'm just like yeah no keep them it'll either be pretty much it's gonna be one or the other it's gonna be i wish we got more of this i want him to come back and now give him more freedom let him do his thing have this like keep going with him within it to kind of not necessarily do all these characters but just like let him control these certain aspects or it'll be okay he tried it didn't work leave this universe let it yeah, kind of reconstruct it itself from like, what let, yeah. like the, the universe has a chance now though with like these other characters these mm -hmm. other films Flash let it rebuild itself Flashpoint yeah, is let it a rebuild perfect itself. example to, re yeah. to reboot the and universe I, well that's I what they're say, doing yeah, that, that's, yeah the that's what they're doing yeah. I will say this I will say this with Robert Pattinson um, as a new Batman of the universe him and Henry Cavill <laughs> on screen together would be great well, you can, that's you the can whole still thing have they're not doing the 
singular universe. It's just, no. just stick to the multiverse stuff. Like, stop mm. trying to make it all the same because you know what? Comics well, aren't like that. that. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it's good that DC's doing it because they messed up so badly that they can't do the Marvel method. It's obviously, that's why there's I full script in the Marvel like method. That. You know what I mean? I wanted yeah. something yeah. like that. That's so the, they can still, though. They basically are seeing, like, oh, we have more freedom now to do a bunch of these but potentially they can still build up with the others and it also it all i like i said i feel like a lot of it does depend on how this movie goes because if this movie goes well they could eventually lead up to a justice league 2 uh whether it has the same director or not it has the same type of vision or not or whatever but like they could still do that and we'll see just how it goes you know what's well, would you guys, would you guys all, want the uh, continuation or would you just want it to just like restart just like restart, restart it. it it just depends it just Fuck it. restart the whole thing honestly to, to i want me at yeah. this point i don't want to see dark side for the first movie i don't want to see any of that i want to see other things before that i want a properly fleshed out and built universe yeah i, I, I really that. don't want to have to go through that plus everyone will be too it's like oh hey look it's another set of everything again. Yeah, That's I, why I'm like, just let's just skip the origin bullshit and just go straight into it. Can I but say, not go su- like super far into like dark side immediately? Can I say know? this too? It's really sad that like DC's like announced that they're doing all this cool stuff with the multiverse and that everything's in like the same multiverse and everything isn't that cool. And they're just, they're trying to get this off the ground. Then Marvel comes out and says, "Yeah, we're gonna do the multiverse too." And the sad thing is, Marvel's probably gonna do it better. Oh yeah, well they yeah. have the, the money, the funding. They've had it all constructed, right? And yeah, the foundations were made. The, the only, yeah, time, it's the also only the... reason why they're doing the multiverse is because this is so such a mess, and it's so mm, bad already. Yeah. That's the only reason. It's yeah, a DC's doing it out I, I of will... desperation. Marvel's doing yeah. it just because it's cool. Hey, you know that's yeah, a good and they're point also to, seeing like, like it's time to it's, do it. It's also working like they see like potentially with Matt Reeves' Batman, the uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Like these are really good, so they're like, "Oh my god, we could do so." Like it was more of like a crazy discovery that they were like, "Holy crap!" I think we just like exactly. got something good there. It wasn't yeah. necessarily desperation; they were oh. just like, "Oh, it's opportunity." Whereas with Marvel, at least for me, for me personally, I could honestly give two shits about multiverse and Marvel. I could, I don't care at yeah, all because it's all written I, from DC's yeah, comic like, book ideas. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't care about any of this. Movie? That's so. That's the only movie. thing. That's literally all right. When they announced Doctor Strange two, when they announced all those movies, just really, really fast. I was like, oh, that's probably the least interesting movie. And they're like, oh, but it's the multiverse. I'm like, least interesting movie. I don't care. And then they're like, oh, uh, what's his face? Um, crap. How did I just forget the director's name? Sam. Uh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. They're like Sam Raimi is directing it. Light bulb went off on the head, and I said, Tobey Maguire's in this movie. Otherwise, it's the worst movie ever. I don't care. I just want to move on uh, Spider-Man. That's it. Sam Raimi Spider-Man's okay. I said it. And uh, they're fun. I don't even care. It doesn't matter if he's good or not. I'm just, I just want him there. But I'm like, okay, the potential of just getting all the spider shit in this third Spider movie. I'm like, okay, it's all worth it just for that. Once that's done, that's all I care about. That's all I want. But that's only the thing. Whereas, like, at least me seeing like the potential for the DC stuff is like, you know, stuff I fully on like read a lot more. So. So I'm like, oh god, yes, let's get all these crazy things happening and keep going with it. But it's kind of funny, like the thing. The you know, DC does amazing in the comics and their multiverse stuff is phenomenal. It's it's done and executed so well. And you know, of course it's kind of a mess, but it's still it works better than any other multiverse out there. And the Marvel comics have never been like up to par to DC in the last like decade or so. Um 
And like when you look at like comparison to the films, DC is like the convoluted mess it's that Marvel weird. is in the comics, yeah. and then yeah. um, the Marvel movies are like the amazingness that the DC comics have. And it's you know, they're both kind of of course copying each other. We all see those nets, but yeah. it's always been like the, that. The, yeah, I, mean, the I would MCU say the only too, problem the... with the oh, sorry. Well, also, oh, wait, wait. sorry, I would say the only problem with like the whole Snyder stuff and continuing it at this point is that Justice League was such a fail. Uh, the first time with Whedon and everything and because of everything that happened and it was tragic of course and it was unprecedented and no one expected that but they they just had a bad start and at least Marvel they had like they were just like let's just test the waters let's not push it out and when you force it compared to just letting it like flesh itself out that's what made it organic you plant the seed and let mm -hmm. it grow exactly and if we keep on pushing the Snyder vision after all this time it's going to be like we're beating a dead horse at this point. Yeah, the you know, I want to see done. it. Yeah. I want I, you know put it out as a comic. Just let's just like kind of move on because everything else is rolling so fast. It's it's too much of a mess. Let's get a good Batman movie. We're already getting it with uh, Pattinson. We got the good Joker movie. Let's just move on with these other films and yeah. like see what we could do as yeah. filmmakers. And Agreed. I say yeah. I say too that if I, I mentioned this in a in one of my previous YouTube videos that if Justice League wasn't a much of a box office failure as it was, they would have kept going with the whole Snyder and everything. So that it was good that it failed because I don't think we would have gotten Joker. What's or, impressive to me, yeah, it's true too. What's That's impressive true. to me is that like somehow every time they release a new movie, it makes the last ones worse. Or right? like Wonder Woman eighty four just came out and that movie's bad on its own, but like it completely ignores that when she was first introduced in Batman v Superman, she said like. I walked away from the world like a hundred years ago. I don't but think like... Patty Jenkins cares about the other movies <laughs> at all. Well, no, honest. she, it's weird. Cause she's talked about like, yeah, she was really on board with Snyder and his vision and that fell apart. And so she was working on 84, which is going to be this new separate thing and kind of disconnected. But now they're trying to like ring it back in hopes that justice league on HBO does really well. And so that's why I think 84 was so far off from everything and mm. seems disconnected because now that's part of this new, remember it was called DC's uh, like worlds of the multiverse or something yeah. like that for a short period. That's when all these Joker came out and second wonder woman was going into production. And so the vision shifted to different uh, track of rails Yeah, they're just and now they're trying the to place. put it back and it's just yeah. like, it's, and that's what ah, even uh, yeah. Gail Gadot but, said that she didn't like the 84 setting. She was like, she wanted to do a modern day wonder woman. Oh, thing. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a thing. We'll, we'll get, get to that. Movie when, too. Yeah. When we get and, to those and, movies. And I but... wanted to say too, just on, on BVS kind of like my final thoughts on that movie since we've gone off to, what a shit show the DCU is. You know, once again, DC's my favorite. And I was talking with Brandon about this before the podcast is that I remember, you know, my dad coming home when I was a little kid and showing me a newspaper article that said that they were making a Batman versus or Batman Superman movie. And this was at the time that the animated ser- Superman, the animated series was still on. And oh. Superman and Bat, like this, we have been teased with the Superman and Batman movie for a very long time mm-hmm. before the MCU, oh, yeah. before everything. This is a movie that the general public has been waiting for for so long because that is the super. That is a, one of the first superhero team ups, mm-hmm. Superman yeah. and Batman. They were the first ones to appear on covers together, so that is a big deal that you have the first two superheroes you know on screen together, which is ridiculous that it's taken that long in the first place, and just. Think about how sad that is. That the first time yeah, we see those two on get. the big screen together, that we get this. 
Yeah. It takes it an hour and so 20 much. minutes. <laughs> it means yeah. so much to so many people. Yeah. And they're just like, and eh, we'll just wing it. No one will care. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, you know, we got so many Batman films and if you get one more and it fails, it's like, oh, yeah, we got some good ones over here though. But like, <laughs> this is what we got. You yeah. know, there wasn't like a good one before. And, and it's not even yeah. any contrast between the characters because they didn't understand them clearly. Um, and who knows the thing is and I, I think that's why it bugs us all so much is that who knows when we'll get this chance again you know mm-hmm. like they're gonna have to go back to step one in a sense because I, them to take a risk and they're like well look what happened to this that's also why I, in corporate. I, that's why I don't want it to be starting all over again I would and kill to see I'll, a Superman and Batman movie done well with Henry Cavill and Robert Pattinson as Batman. No, nah, I don't think that'll Batman. work. I just, I really don't think the. Yeah, I, I, I don't see that the at contrast, all. Contrast, yeah. because the contrast. Mm. People keep saying no, like, I Henry can't... Cavill doesn't have a contrast yet. We haven't seen. No, after all we've no, seen after, from Henry. No, no, like... do super. No, reboot Henry Cavill Superman as Superman, and then you mm. have like the Boy Scout con with that dark and gritty Pattinson Batman. Not, not the Henry Cavill Superman we see now. No, but like Superman worked, Henry Cavill worked because of how big and buff and intense Ben Affleck was. Even Ben Affleck younger and being in that build, that's why they were contrasting. And that's why it worked with those two. He's not, I don't think Henry's a good Superman to Pattinson's Batman. It's just like, it's like if you read a comic and they had two different artists on the same panel working and one was drawing batman and one was drawing superman it doesn't work like as well together i have to disagree i I see this i I have to disagree because i see pattinson in that suit and everything i could see him next to superman because they're supposed to look henry's older now you know maybe younger henry but not he's not not that old he's in his late 20s i thought compared to oh no well either way like uh him next to younger pattinson it just doesn't i don't know it doesn't vibe with me on that point yeah. My uh, my but, final thought is, sorry, I was gonna say before uh, I chime into anything else. Uh, my final thought is this: I'm just gonna say this real quick, so I can get it out there. They're the same age, go... Henry Cavill and Robert Pattinson. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Robert Pattinson's Henry thirty. Looks way older. Robert Pattinson's because he's got a receding hairline. Robert Pattinson's thirty-four <laughs> and uh, Henry Cavill's thirty-seven. So they're both old. They're both old, if you be honest. Uh, I was going to say this real quick, just before we go any more more distractions. I'll say these two things on record. I want to restart everything, and I would give Zack Snyder one more chance. No. One more. Brandon, I'll give him one. Why are you doing this? Shut up, Danny. You've been talking this whole time. I'll give (laughs) Zack Snyder one more chance. I am not kidding when I say this. I'll give him one more chance. To take all this criticism mm-hmm. and feedback exactly. and really, if he's so fucking hellbent yeah. on making a Superman or Batman movie, I will tell him, if I had the chance to talk to him like I ever would, I will tell him to dedicate to one character, one goddamn mm-hmm. character. Do mm-hmm. not go back and forth. You want Superman, Batman, or whatever, you get one character, you get one franchise, you are not the head of any yes. of this DC stuff, yes, you get one you franchise in this. I will give him one more movie chance. If he could redeem himself in one movie with one superhero and one direction, not the band, but one direction in terms of his goals, (laughs) I would say he gets one more chance and he should not be in charge of like directing the entirety of it all. Yeah, there you go. There you go. If he was a different director, there you go. You know what DC needed? They needed Kevin Feige. 
They needed a yeah one exactly. Guy, they one need to produce. They don't need the yeah. guy making the movies. They need the guy in charge in the office saying this is or the whoever just man, to create woman, the, the skeleton matter. of the timeline and say you guys fill it all in. It doesn't need to be Kevin Feige necessarily. Just that essence. It could yeah. be anyone. It could be any person. It could be a any man or woman. Anyone that at all. Loves the source material. A- anyone who's capable of the job. Just have someone that is in charge of the direction, not necessarily making the movies. The other thing I'll say on record, I will watch Justice League Snyder Cut. I will give it a chance. And if it's honestly good, I will admit it. But I will still stand by my opinion if it's not good. We're gonna, That's all I'm going to say. What are you going to eat, oh, yeah. Brandon? Oh, my God. Uh, we got to go back to that. To that. Oh, it was like you're a eating a lemon. Or something? Yeah, I, was, I was gonna eat. No, a, I was gonna eat a lemon, and Brandon was oh, gonna yeah, eat yeah, something yeah. else. If we yeah. if we ended up uh, liking the movie, if we like the movie, yeah. I'll eat a whole onion. Oh, you're there you go. It was an onion. Yeah. 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 Well, guys, Cameron, do you have any final thoughts? I was like five minutes ago. I was trying to say something again. This is like I'm like, oh my god, I need a whip or something. I need to stop what you've done to us. Uh, but God, no, I was trying to say before I was, oh my God. Uh, one of the things I was like, I, would, I do not ever want to risk recasting these. I'm like, I, I don't want to risk losing Henry Cavill or Jason Momoa or Gal Gadot. I'm like, those three people as these roles are having Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm like, please, I, I, I love this. I love this so much. I don't take this away from me. But that, my man. That's what I was trying to, exa- my man, <laughs> so good, so good. But uh, I, yeah, and I that, agree. That, I, if if, if they were given a chance, if, if there was a clean slate, if there was a clean slate where I still get these actors, no one remembers these movies. Yes, there you go. And they go all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. for sure, for sure, 100%. easily. Yeah, but, I agree. But if it's we're already here, all these films exist. Let's start right over, right again. It just looks even more insane. I don't need that. I well, don't want that. I would not we can't go take a for break that. like we would before when there was superhero films. But now it's, it's like just... now it's like you have to do it, and mm-hmm. there's no there's no resting period. No. There was no resting period between Dark Knight Rises and Man of Steel. It was just right there, mm-hmm. and no one had time because if they gave more time to it, because it felt so soon when they did Ben Affleck Batman. But that's oh, a whole yeah. other that's a whole other thing. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the last stuff I'd want to say. Otherwise. Um, yeah, no. The, like I said, mess of a movie. Great moments in it. Moments I wouldn't sh- like. I, I still treasure those moments and mm-hmm. will keep them. And they still are great awesome, short films. At least for that. Great, great yeah. clips. Great short. Yeah, clips. great. Yeah, yeah, great short films. Uh, I love. I love Warehouse and Nightmare. They're so Thinking great. about this <laughs> but, whole thing is just depressing, to be honest. Make a YouTube channel called The Best Bits. Where you just yeah, like, yeah, you clip go. together yeah. the best bits of a movie. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's it's like BBS, and like I said. We'll see how Justice League Snyder Cut goes. I really hope it's something amazing, and I mm-hmm. want it to be. Same. If not, then shit, do what we can with what we got and keep going. And shit's four hours. It better be amazing. Yeah, it better be four awesome. hours. It better so make a lot really. more sense. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's going to do all this stuff. We'll see. And that is the cut of okay. steel number two, yes. BVS. Probably our last uh, last crazy episode because I don't even know how the hell we're going to do Justice League and then oh, the rest God. are more like, you know, next one believe, we're doing... I can't believe you're making Squad. us watch the original version like before the four-hour version. 
Uh, I mean, I'm not making any. You can jump off at any point. You it's gonna be the Cameron episode. It's just gonna be Cameron <laughs> talking to himself. Yeah, just hey guys. You're gonna run Apollo that week too for the commentary. Yeah, was <laughs> gonna be so burnt out. I'm not doing your commentaries. You know, do enough of your I damn commentaries. This, Brandon, this makes me more excited to work with you on the. What if we wrote the DCEU video for my channel? Why? Because I I, think, I never felt like I had good ideas. No, because I feel like we probably could come up with some good ideas. Yeah, I mean, but we could all yeah. we all have something. This is just you know? so sad. Just anyway, okay, yeah, all right, 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 we heard like the whole time. I know, but this is the cut of steel number two. Uh, next up, we will have uh, the third episode will be Suicide Squad extended cut, and then we will be doing uh, the Whedon Justice League before uh, the actual Snyder cut comes out. And then once Snyder cut comes out, we will do that, and then. Uh, jump into the rest of the movies that are out currently. We might do actually an episode in between that will more so talk about the state of everything and everything else, but we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode and let's go through with some plugs here. Uh, who would like to start out? Actually, let's just, uh, I guess, in order of what we did before. James, where can people find you? Uh, my screen name on Twitter and pretty much anywhere else is at InvaderJim124. All right. Danny, where can people find you? You can find uh, me at www.dannybenson.com. That has links to all my social media accounts. You can also check out www.thirdplanet.news. It's a website where we cover all th- news and all things nerdy. Awesome. Brandon's, where can people find you guys and your show? Uh, check out Apollo City Comics podcast on any social media platform. Well, I mean, most of main Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I, there's too many out there now. Um, <laughs> and it's comic book commentary show to make it easier for you to get into the comic book universe. And we're streaming everywhere. We have visuals on YouTube for our comic book commentary overviews. And then the rest of our audio is on YouTube and on all podcasting platforms right now. Gotcha. Yes, and um, uh, as we've said before, we've got many uh, plans in the works, and we should be expanding on a lot of stuff we should be doing, so keep uh, keep up with all the updates yeah. if you can. And uh, shout out to Brandon for graduating college. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Like You're minutes a real boy. before this episode. Yeah, I'm an educated yeah. man now. It's yes. Congratulations. Oh, God, I can't. You did it, so sport. Excited. You're officially an elitist. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are effectively in debt. We are effectively as a group all col- uh, college graduates. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. I don't know why. I thought you were going to say California graduates. I was no, like, what? No, let's, uh, let's own up to that. We're all college yeah. graduates. We, yeah. Not many people could say that. And I think while that's we've great... been doing these shows and all these yeah. episodes and battles and everything. Yeah, I was finishing my last semester while podcasting and everything. And it's been a journey. So, you yeah. Know, Let's uh let's be grateful for that. And like, you know, we're all here. It's awesome. Hell yeah. Definitely. Well, guys, thanks for having us on and you know, check out the commentaries and all these films on Apollo City Comics and you can check they're all on our YouTube and streaming everywhere. And Cameron, thanks for and James, thanks for having us on today. Yeah. yeah definitely. It was fun. And of course, this is a Suture Side Talk channel and this is a podcast within it. Uh, we got three other shows. Suture Side Talk, a weekly gaming uh, podcast where we got a games movie tv news that james and i do brandon and i do suture sidewatch or el paso brandon and i do sidewatch yeah. where we do uh, movie analysis every other week 
And then uh, I also got a podcast called Up To It, Down To It, where me and, and, and uh, some friends from school, sorry, I'm like running out of words here, are, uh, we just go off a random topic and just jump in. It's very uh, off the rails and crazy, I would say. But yeah, enjoy us. Uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram if you want to find out more. And of course, if you guys can, give us uh, some good reviews, likes, follows, whatever it is, and share it with your friends and family. You know, get it out there. Yeah. We'd love that. And you know, share their stuff too. Share Third Planet from the Black Hole. Share Apollo City Comics. We all love if you guys share our stuff. Yes. We, we always got it. stuff coming up. And with that, we will bid you adieu and catch you all next episode. So Later. long. Later, guys. Deep bleed. <laughs> oh, I... oh, wait, it's still recording. Right. And stop. Yeah. Ah. Uh...